To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, we're finally stepping up from just providing humanitarian aid. $5 million worth of non-lethal military aid is being provided. To put this in perspective, Australia has given $91 million in military aid, $65 million in humanitarian aid. Professor of International Relations at Otago Uni, Robert Patman, joins us. Morning to you, Robert. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. New Zealand providing non-lethal military assistance to a third party. Is this a big step for us? Because some old vests and helmets smacks of just getting rid of our old junk to me? Um, I don't think it's just that. Uh, I think, first of all, Ukraine's in a desperate situation and needs all the help it can get. And we've got a big stake, along with most other countries, in seeing Ukraine through this crisis and so that Mr Putin fails in his attempt to invade a neighbouring country and subdue it. Well, absolutely. Um, so, the yeah, government, the government seemed very reluctant to do this. I mean, their big thing was always the humanitarian support instead. I mean, have they been pressured or shamed into this by the rest of the world? No, I, I think what's happened is, uh, uh, first of all, the, the government hasn't ruled out adding uh, lethal aid. It, it says it's not off the table giving weapons to uh, Ukraine. But we don't, you know, we don't have huge military capabilities compared to many countries. Uh, but I think I think this is a step in the right direction. And I do think the crisis is such that we should seriously consider giving military aid to Ukraine. This is a, a country which gave up nuclear weapons. It's a democratic country. In many respects, a lot of what it does converges with us and the, what we stand for. And I, I think it's very important that we show solidarity with Ukraine at, at this crucial time in its history. We had David Seymour on earlier this morning. He says we're the weakest link of the West. Is that a fair call? No, it's not a fair comment. I mean, first of all, he should start, if you want to talk about weak links in the West, you want to start with the UK. I mean, which, you know, Boris Johnson's government has taken £2 million sterling from oligarchs close to Putin since he's been prime minister. So, you know, we we don't have that sort of interference in our domestic affairs. We haven't promoted a lord of Siberia, that is, a son of an intelligence official to the House of Lords by which the Conservative government has done. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think we have to keep a, a sense of perspective about this. I think we're a fiercely independent country, uh, which does not want to be play the role of servant to any master out there. So I, I think you've got to get this in a sense of perspective. We do have a distinctive foreign policy. We do put a lot of emphasis on a humanitarian assistance, and it will be a departure if we do give military assistance. But I think in this case, this is an exceptional case, and it's a huge challenge, uh, Kate, to the rules-based international order, and that's something we have a big stake in. Absolutely. It's a balancing act, though, isn't it? You know, I mean, our government wants to be seen to be helping, but really not outside of the, the areas that agree with their own ethos. I mean, how confident are you that this, this talk of, oh, we might supply military aid, that that will come to fruition? I think that will come to fruition um, in the not-too-distant future. The situation in Ukraine is deteriorating so rapidly. Um, and we've seen these shocking scenes of civilians being shelled and on the receiving end of missiles, missile attack on a supermarket with people in it mm. overnight. Um, I, I, you know, the, the, the behaviour of the Putin regime, uh, this authoritarian regime, which, of course, it denies. It point-blank refuses that it's doing all this, according to the Russian. It's simply Ukrainian nationalists who are shelling themselves. But that won't wash for too long. And I think there is a growing realisation 
the rest of the world has to communicate to the Putin regime uh, that this is unacceptable and we've got to do our bit in communicating that message. Thank you so much for being with us. Always a pleasure, Robert. Robert Patman, uh, professor, of, uh, professor of International Relations at Otago Uni.